0: street fighters welcome to the show audio only sitting in the headquarters very special guest drew toothpaste is with us right now Thanks for being here
1: yeah thanks for having me always fun always a fun time
0: it's hard to do that intro when we've already done a podcast before it's hard to pretend like you're not here (laughs) make sure you're included um this is your wednesday night street fight we're taking a four-day weekend i have um I have uh, an idea. I have Brian. I have an idea of something you could do with your day off tomorrow instead of doing the show. I'll tell you about it later. Unless <laughs> you. Okay. What is it? It's a big party. A big party? Yeah, I got your tickets and everything. Hmm. Okay. You, you want to hear about it? Sure. Okay. But if I say no, then that'll make me look bad. Well, you have to say no. It's fine. I would want to hear what other people think for sure. Okay. All right, you ready? Yep. It's uh, this is so mean, but uh, it's called the 37th Annual Jive Ass Turkey Thanksgiving Eve. Okay, what what is it? Yeah, it's hosted by uh, Roscoe Roscoe P. Coltrane Experience.
1: Okay, (laughs) yeah, okay. Is that here in town?
0: Yeah, ready for excitement? Let's 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 get into it. All right, let's hear it. Once a year, lost souls congregate in advance of the dreaded holiday season for one last blowout, one last crunk, one last throwdown before lives are taken over by family and malls and sugar plum frickin fairies. Fricking fairies, sugar plum fricking. Are you fricking sugar? No, I'm not. But these sugar plum frickin fairies drive me nuts. This sounds like a little bit of the war on Christmas. It's a little epic bacon. For our taste, a lot of that. <laughs> thirty-seven years. Uh, it says for the last thirty-seven years ago, a conglomeration of ne'er do wells, scallywags, and a holes have bravely led their wayward brethren in celebration of booze, song, drugs, and filth. I like drugs and filth. Do you think they have drugs there though? I might go there to sell drugs. Is probably the best idea for me. That would be a very <laughs> easy way to make money. To just go, show up with the drugs. Because if you talk about, I don't know, when people that have drugs know when you have drugs. You don't have to say it. Like the EDM shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got them. Oh, yeah. There's drugs there. Right. I don't think Roscoe P. Coltrane Experience has drugs. I'm worried. Is it at a bar? Uh, yes. It's at, uh, well, I, but I like this place. Uh, it's at the Bossy Girls pinup joint. I've heard of Bossy Girls. I know that place. It's not a bad place. No, it's a cool spot. Yeah. But it's here's a pinup you joint. I just thought for, you know, for me, this might be a good networking opportunity for you. I just wanted to see how you felt about this. Here's the things to expect or be warned about. Okay. Live music played with little care for volume, taste, or ability. I like that. I like... You like racket? All of those things. Okay. I mean, most of the live music I like are people with very little ability. Okay. Multiple washboards played at multiple times, sometimes multiply. Mm, no, don't like that. I'm not into that. Okay. <laughs> Long-winded rants about stuff that doesn't matter to anyone except the rantor. I hate that. that <laughs> that's that's actually time. misery for me. Okay. Can you imagine I'm sitting at this place at the Jive ass turkey uh <laughs> party and I'm just fucking relaxing and there's a guy ranting and yeah, like screaming about like Battlestar Galactica. There's nothing worse than a rant. Nothing on this planet. Some, I mean, yes, yeah, some, some people say like misery. I guess you don't like it enough.
1: If you self-describe yeah. as a rant, it's like you're giving me information about it that lets me know that I'm definitely just not going to want to be there at all. No, I I'm gonna feel, feel like
0: I'm going to feel like I'm getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I feel like if I went to a place where I was guaranteed a rant, uh-huh. it sounds miserable. You know what a rant is? It's complaining. And I yeah. already do that for a living. Right. I, I, I need a night off. I need people to be being positive and shit. It's also, I think, you know, in the spirit of rants, which I'm very guilty of doing, they have to be of the moment. You can't just go and do one for people. That's You don't say you're doing that. If you, you just...
1: prepare it, that just makes you Andy Rooney, right? <laughs> yeah. That's
2: also bad. Right.
0: That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah, exactly. Is it's, it's one, it's...
3: You're maybe like, a, you were like getting
0: ready and you're like, I'm so fucking mad with the way that they turn the coffee that I get. <laughs> it's so Why tough. Why does he have to use his non-dominant hand? Yeah. It's so tough because it is like, there is maybe something to it to be like, hey, we're having an open mic rant night <laughs> yeah. where every crank in town just shows up and fucking rants, but that you're not allowed fun. to write it down. And you're allowed to throw bottles. Yeah. I, I would be into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think if you had a clock, if you had like a five-minute shot clock for your rant, and they had it in big Some numbers, like at a debate, so, so you could tell you were about to run out of time, so you yeah. could get to your point, that, that might be getting there.
0: Open mic ranting is what we're saying. Yeah no writing though no paper on stage i guess you're allowed it's like a freestyle rap right to, yeah no freestyle Yep, yeah. you're exactly. allowed to write stuff sure. and you're allowed to practice stuff in your house that's well, fine what you bring to the stage is what you got you're only allowed to walk up grab the mic and you just start ranting you better and hope your fury is pure 85 percent of them will be about the marvel cinematic humor <laughs> yeah i know that's <laughs> what it would suck well you know what you gotta do
1: you run the rant night, and everybody gets in free. No cover. You know, you uh-huh. make your money off the booze and everything else. If you want to rant, it's 20 bucks.
0: Oh, oh right. my yeah, God. play rant scheme. Brett, let's do a fucking open rant mic night and just fucking, <laughs> no. I, yes, you might think that me and Brett are going to rant. Like, we need to go up there and rant. No, we're not going to rant. I'm going to make him feel good. I'm going to do little piddly ones I don't care about. I'm like, you know, the way I fold my sheets, it doesn't make any sense. You know? <laughs> and then, then When they come on the stage they're gonna feel like they big dick me, you know? I hate that. Oh god, when the rants are about like small yeah, boring yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, my why do they tuck the sheets in at the hotel? You don't do that at home. It's like, oh. God, okay. I didn't ask for a lemon with my, I don't drink lemon in my water at home. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why'd you give it to me here? I've never drinking water with lemon in it. Yeah, it's almost like open mic rant night could be like you put subjects in a hat and write on paper. And then when you walk on stage, you pull the paper out of the hat and you have to rant about that subject. And then it would be fun to watch people like contort what they wanted to say into the subject that they picked. Smart. <laughs> yeah. Rant Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Rant trials. I, think, I can rant about fucking anything. I think Tell, whoever, say yeah. Somebody in the crowd just says, like, gefilte fish. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, so like no.
1: improv, which is, like, the other most miserable thing you could ever watch, is amateur improv. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to see
0: that either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ranting has its place, and it could be done well, but not advertised. No, don't advertise it ever. I'm going to go on an epic rant. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to scream about uh, the way that, that there's two different types of uh, ends on a bicycle inner tube. Right. There's different valves on tubes. I'll say this, too. Every single guy that I cover on all of my multiple different podcasts about guys, mm-hmm. they rant. They yeah. have rant videos on YouTube. We are ranters. We yeah. Don't keep it, we don't tell people, though. Like, no, Street Fighter's has never said, come watch guys rant for 60 minutes. That's what we're doing. But you have to hide it. Like, keep it down. Shh. Yeah, don't, don't say, say it. it. Don't fucking say it. Because it sounds like you're trying to take somebody to task. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's like, I never understood that kind of stand-up comedy where it's like, I'm taking the people in the audience to task I guess like where it's like yeah. you're being attacked in the audience for the and it's like grocery shop Yeah it's like I I mean <laughs> I I didn't come here to get yelled that I mean stand up comedy is already kind of just a person going on stage and complaining at you yeah. for fucking 20 minutes or an hour or whatever so when you add the the rant thing all that means is I'm doing stand-up comedy but it doesn't have to be funny. Uh-huh. And that is like I don't need that in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is I think if you do the rant you have to pick an
1: adversarial position. I think yeah. it'd be too easy to go on up on stage and be like when I'm on the highway the left lane is for passing. Mm. Right? Mm. I think you should be forced to take the the unpopular position. Right. You should be like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I drive slow everywhere. There's two lanes. Just go around. Yeah. Use the shoulder, man. There's like technically more than two lanes, right? Yeah.
0: Those are unspoken rules. So I'm allowed to go as fast as I want.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All these fucking people not going the speed limit.
1: Oh, I passing love Passing
0: me. I mean, I hate it when people go the speed limit. I would be yelling about people that are just going the speed limit. It's like, what's this guy driving 65? And this 65? Oh, this I'm how we drive. Oh, I'm I'm actually the guy, man. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah. But like, it makes sense. Five over nine over. Actually, I'm a, I'm a nine over guy. I go nine over. You know, I get, is that an urban legend? Because I got
1: told that once from my uncle. My yeah. uncle made it to like 90. He was old as shit. And he's like, you go nine because if you go 10 over, they can pop you.
0: It's real uncle yeah. wisdom. That is like uh, I mean, most of my wisdom is uncle wisdom. So <laughs> I yeah. would believe I wouldn't believe me. It's much like the uh, if you flash your brights at the uh, red light, it'll turn green. Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, it thinks you're a fire truck. No, I mean the the real thing is that like you don't want to get reckless ops, which is like twenty miles over. Yeah. So you don't want to get that is the one to look out for the most. That's because true because if it goes down. Sometimes it goes down to 55 and everybody's driving like 74 and you're like, okay, well, we're not supposed to be doing this, but I'm doing this. I hope no one pays attention while I'm doing this. That is the worst kind of peer pressure. Yeah. Is when it goes down to 55 from 70 and you're like, nobody slows down. I have a ton of drugs in the car is why it's not fair to me. Yeah. I'm supposed to keep up with everybody else, but if I get pulled over for it, then I have to go to jail for a long time. Yeah, I feel like so much pressure just to go that speed, even though, I mean, I have weed on me, but I'm allowed to. So when I have to slow down like that, I sort of like, I don't want to slow down because I don't want to let everybody else the on road the road didn't down. change. The road didn't fucking change. No. It's just they put orange signs on the side. Yeah, you know, it says you get more in trouble, but the construction crew is gone for the fucking day.
1: Yes. That's true. Yeah. I got twenty-six over when I was a kid because I was uh I was rolling down seventy-one in Cincinnati and three lanes were open, but there were orange barrels on the side and it was a 45. Yeah. And I was like, it's like 65 here. I can go like 70 miles an hour. They clocked me at 71. Right. Cop was a Not a cool guy to me. You know. Yeah, whatever. They're all bad. You know, it could have been a lot worse than being like a fat white kid.
0: So whatever. (laughs) But yeah, no, I get it. No, I agree. It's uh it's stupid. Hey, when a cop's dick to you, he's a dick to you. That's just the way it is. Uh I got this from the New York Post. Like the penalty is dealing with the cop. Like, even if it was like if you want to drive 25, if it was like a fast pass, like at the amusement park and they were like, you can drive on 71, you can drive 20 miles an over if you pay a hundred dollars of every six months. And the cops won't bother you. I would pay that. I don't want to deal with their world. I don't want them in charge of me out of nowhere. You know. True. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Or if you have a bench warrant, they'll just right. take you to jail, and right. you don't know if you have a bench warrant. Right. You know. You know what? I got pulled over once, and I found out I didn't even have my license. It had oh, been no. suspended, and that is like a real motherfucker. Because you're like, uh, I didn't know I didn't have my license, so. Uh yeah. Fucking bastards. Um, I got a piece from the New York Post by a guy named Gregory Gia Grande Gian Grande. Mm-hmm. He is the chief people officer for Aleutian, the largest ed tech company for higher education in the US. He also writes a career advice column for the New York Post and appears weekly on Len Berman and Michael Redell's radio show on WR710. So this is an opinion piece. Written by the guy I just described. Um, And here we go. I'm emptying out the runs from the studio. And here we go. The oldest members of Generation Z turned 25 this year. And they currently make up one quarter of the U.S. workforce. And they're also gaining a reputation for generating the majority of workplace complaints. What? Ah, It's a source of growing frustration among many of my fellow human resources professionals that the youngest people in the offices tend to bring the grievances and misunderstandings, no matter how minor, to the desk of HR. Well, what are you doing there then, HR? Like, if we're not supposed to come to you, then what are you doing and what do we need you for? We're not here to, we're not, we're just here in spirit with you yeah yeah with that every job tells you you shouldn't have a union because they have human resources and you can work one-on-one with human resources right but they don't want you going to human resources they hate that it's like well mm. they
1: they hate it and also hr is to protect them from liability it's not actually for you the employee sure. exactly yeah
0: yeah yeah they're like a they're they're a legal agreement One HR director recently told me, we stopped offering free soda and you would think we imposed a pay cut. The complaints from the juniors, they did impose a pay cut. That is a pay cut because people want to be able to have my, their soda. I come to my stupid little job with my stupid little life and they give me a stupid little soda and it makes me feel happy for that afternoon. And it costs you 35 cents and you're not offering that nicety to me anymore. What's going on? What changed with the relationship? What did you do wrong? Are you not making enough off me already? You know, do you remember when we did that undercover boss that where they were in a, like a super hot warehouse that was like, Oh yes. And they were like, you're allowed to have one Gatorade a day. And it was one of those little tiny Gatorade.
1: And they like locked them up and they brought them out and they very ceremoniously gave everybody one of them.
0: (laughs) I think about that so much. One Gatorade. Yeah. It's like you could afford to just supply all the Gatorade to yeah. everybody. <laughs> think about the amount you're making off these fucking trucks coming in here. Yeah. we ha- Another HR executive shared, we had an employee who wasn't performing well and was given a performance improvement plan. The next day, I got a call from reception that the employee's mother was there to see HR. She had brought a binder along with her that she felt were performance examples to dispute the company's assessment of their child. Nice. I like that mom. Yeah, that's a good mom. That's a great mom. Yeah. I used to, I I posted about this today. I used to live with this, there was this girl I went to high school with. We were good friends. I lived with her in her house and her father lived there and her boyfriend or husband lived there. We, we all kind of lived in his house. And sometimes when I didn't want to go to work, I am like so nervous about calling in sick. Like, I don't like calling in sick. And Mm -hmm. and like, I always would have like a half hour of a panic attack before and after the action. So I would have her dad call me in sick and just say he was my dad and that I couldn't make it into work. Nice. (laughs) And I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a geriatric Millennial. I mean, and, and most of this, which is they said the same thing about us when we came up, is just that young people enter into the workforce and it's like, this is really bad. And everybody treats me like they hate me, but I'm doing what I what they want. And the more that I give in to them, the more they take from me. And there seems like there's no way out of this. I have no future or hope for tomorrow. You know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What
0: are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we ignore all that. We just accept less year after year. We're old people. We're we're realistic old people. <laughs> we we don't get a Pepsi, okay? Yeah, no but, Pepsis for yeah, us. Well, they used to have the Diet Cokes back then. I remember those too. When I was your age, yeah. <laughs> they used to send us home with a, a holiday ham. Exactly. Now they send us home with a twenty five percent discount on a holiday ham. Yeah. Um. I watched Christmas with the Cranks yesterday, and that movie is so fucking weird. I never realized, cause it's about like people that make a shitload of money. Their Christmas budget is six thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's a lot. For Christmas. For Christmas. Christmas. For Christmas, the whole shebang. Um, and so there's a part of it where the office is like, but wait this lady makes a joke. She's like, where am I gonna get my cheap perfume from though? And it is like, you you're gonna you're supposed to give us gifts. You're supposed to give us something. Cause he he opts out of giving everybody in the office gifts and everybody's like. Well, we expect something at least, you know, but like you, yeah. you should waste $50 on each of us. Yeah. Doesn't matter why you make so much fucking money. Wait, you spend $6,000 on Christmas. You can buy us something for $50. Yeah. Everybody in the office deserves a Christmas present from the boss or the company. Right. I believe not it. the way other way around. Yeah. It is the other way around though. It really is. My wa- my wife is currently collecting all the money for her boss's uh, Christmas present. And I'm like, no, your boss should be buying you guys the Christmas present. Your boss makes more. Right. It's supposed to go downwards. I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts yesterday to get a coffee, and the boss was sitting at a table with, like, three other employees explaining why she doesn't like the word the boss. (laughs) yeah she's like i don't you know i don't like when people call me the boss you know that that has like some weird connotations and i don't i i don't like those connotations and then they're like you know the employees are just sitting there they're they're not like really saying anything back and i'm just thinking like well you make the fucking schedule lady and you know and and you boss me around. So we're just, you're equals, the boss.
1: We're equals on a
0: journey. And I'm just the one that tells you what to do on the journey. Right? <laughs> Everybody has to do it, man. You do the same thing. If you're in my position. Yeah. So they go on to say, maybe it's a result of all those participation trophies. Oh, there was a time when millennials were criticized for being too sensitive in the workplace, but the eldest members of Gen Y are now well into adulthood and pushing 40 old enough to be covered by age discrimination laws millennials still have more in common with their junior counterparts than with the older gen x crowd they both grew up in the digital age and are more comfortable with technology and more motivated by work that does a societal good oh scumbags what a bunch of fucking pieces of shit they're motivated by work that does a societal good yeah yeah.
1: Society is a lot better off if I can eat food and pay my bills, man.
0: That's true. But attitudes evolve as people age. And one thing millennial and Gen X managers share is their frustration with their Gen Z workers. We had an employee complain to HR that they were being bullied one frustrated millennial manager confessed to me. Why? Because their manager told them that flexibility didn't mean that they could just make their own hours and be offline whenever it suited them. That is what <laughs> flexibility <laughs> means, though. Yeah. Technically, you like... You said you were flexible, dog. I'm being it right now. I'm living flexibility. And yeah. like, you're, it's causing a problem for you? What's up? Flexibility is such a funny word in the job market it, as compared to, like, other... Like, because if you said, okay... Uh, we are having a flexible Christmas party, right? That yeah. means anybody can show up anytime they want. It's flexible. The time of this Christmas party is flexible. If you say you have a flexible scheduling company, it means that they flexibly can schedule you anytime they want to, and you're not allowed to <laughs> say anything about it. Right. So instead of
1: having work hours, you have like 18 hours during the day when they could tell you to come in potentially and you have to be there.
0: Exactly. These kids are complaining about it too. they you see how great it is. Yeah. And, and whenever instead, they had to discuss their schedule with their manager and be reachable during the company's core working hours that apparently is bullying. Perhaps Gen Z's behavior in the workplace is not surprising. The youngest generation is the most diverse, most educated, most progressive, and most pro-government in history. Okay, that's a weird (laughs) thing to add in there. I don't think they're the most pro-government. I hope not. But they are. They all end up that way. Well, I mean, they're saying socialism is like a thing that kids like now. Right? right? And that's what they say is pro-government. Uh, 70% of Gen Zers say the government should do more to solve problems rather than businesses and individuals. In short, they want a higher power to intervene and fix their problems. Don't we all though? Yeah. That's like something that I, I would like, and I'm not one of these people. (laughs) Yeah. And higher power, I've given up on higher powers, but I have seen like the machinations of government and it could totally do something besides take advantage of everybody. And kill people and oppress them. That, yeah, that's true. The government has like the amount of power that they could actually fix things and make yeah. good things happen. Well, it I seems mean, like the the unemployed person spending all day trying to scam Kohl's money, you know, could probably just be given money by the government. That's the kind <laughs> of a higher.
1: Well, that was the power. that was the whole thing in in 2020 when they're like, okay, well, we have to shut everything down. That means that we just have to pay people unemployment. We have to you know make these concessions and the money was there and it was great for people yeah they actually helped people and as soon as they could get out from under it they're like well we gotta stop the handouts that's increasing the debt
0: and now they're like nobody wants to work anymore
1: I that is my favorite
0: and my favorite thing about that i actually saw a tweet earlier today. I I retweeted it, but somebody was like, they kept saying that if we raise the minimum wage, they would just automate all the jobs. But now when people are asking for a higher wage, they keep, they're putting signs on the door that say, sorry, we can't McDonald's today.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because that's true. Like so many places are just. they needed people. Yeah, they need people. And like, that is like, that is, People realizing their power, I think, is like, "Ha! Now we know that you have you can pay us more and give us shit, or you're not going to run. We're we're shutting everything down." Right. You know.
1: Well, I heard my first "people don't want to work anymore" conversation out in public, like just a week ago.
0: What really? Yeah. I mean, it is a shame people don't want to work anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it was uh, uh, it was somebody in a gaming store. And uh, it was the manager and uh, talking with some regular customer about, oh, you know, such and such. This guy's not going to be in until this time. And the customer was like, people just don't want to work anymore.
0: (laughs) I've never been alive at a time where people wanted to work. (laughs) Exactly. People have never wanted to work no working sucks it's like the worst thing you're gonna have to do and, and it is weird, and it, it does feel like there was a an era of that when it was okay to publicly hate your boss even talking about when you go to stone cold steve austin or you go back to the the uh roseanne or anything like that just they've completely beat the sentiment out of us to the point where it's like you're supposed to you're supposed to be happy that you got a chance to be a capitalist in america yeah you you're kidding me like you got a shot you got a fucking lottery ticket you're it's supposed like to admire I this lottery ticket. Yeah. I can't afford to live anymore. We
1: well, just people. It's like the, the salesman era guys in, in suits and ties coming home and saying, I fucking hate my boss. And that was like popular public sentiment. It was okay to say that. Now your boss monitors you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for any anti-boss activity. Yeah, you're fucking (laughs) tracked. Well, yeah, it's the same as with the cops. When I was growing up, nobody liked the cops. Like, yeah, nobody liked them. Like the guys that would be flying the blue lives matter flag now. Yeah. Hated the police when I was a kid and people did hate their fucking boss. I was listening to Jason capital yesterday who you'll learn about on Friday on get motivated. I was listening to Jason capital and he asked people to raise their hand if they have a boss and then he said, keep your hand up if you like your boss and then he said, uh, "Put your hand down if you think you could do your job better than your boss." And people put their hand down. And then he was like, um, "He was like, well, see, you're missing an opportunity to learn from somebody that you can model yourself after and admire." And I was like, "Fuck you, man! Your boss is not somebody that you can. Ad- Everybody can do their job better than their boss. There's yeah. just no job I've ever had where the boss like." had an understanding of what people who are working for the company are going through in any way. Plus, they have come of age with so many aspects of life are viewed as matters of identity and where safety means protection, not just from actual harm, but from perceived harm if members of Gen Z see HR as a function designed to protect them as they move from college to the office, it makes sense that HR is the first place they go to air their grievances. Also, let me just say this. Of course they go there because they're told that is the place they go to air their fucking grievances. Yeah. This is once again, like um, this is so annoying. It's and this is how I was raised. It's just that people older than you complain about you and treat you like shit for not knowing about things that they never taught you about.
3: Exactly. That they
0: never plainly said, that they never set up boundaries, that they never took a chance to show you. They're mad that you didn't clean the fucking bathroom mirror. They never once said, this is how I want the bathroom mirror clean. Exactly. Yeah, the the story I told about when I worked at the, uh, uh, the, the uh, fucking deli place and uh, I got yelled at one morning because I didn't clean the dead bugs off of the like, a uh, window sill on the floor. Yeah, He's like, you didn't clean those. And I was like, nobody has ever told me to clean that. And he was like, well, you should have looked at it and seen that it needed to be clean. And I I just, I was like, buddy, I don't care about this place the same yeah. way you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not looking into- around. Yeah, I got interesting <laughs> things to think about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm fucking developing a business and a philosophy in my head right now. Well, and also it's just like, come out, it, it is what you said though, is like, come out and say, uh, flexibility doesn't mean flexibility for you. It means for us, yes. How, you have to just like, otherwise you tell, you can, you've, you've led them to believe that they can come and address that issue with you. Yeah. Why did you do it? Were you offered, like, I'm here to listen? And then it's like, well, not about that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he explains this now. But constantly bringing minor issues to HR has major consequences, (gasps) right? (laughs) Oh, major ones. Major one. Major. Major. Yeah. HR professionals are obligated to probe and report every problem that crosses their desk. So it's major. An HR professional wrote this. This is a big problem because I have to do paperwork every time you complain. Yeah. This is a huge problem. More cases means less time for matters that involve serious issues like no. discrimination and sexual harassment, no. They're like, which sitting, require a great deal of attention to investigate properly. They're yeah. sitting back there with their feet on their desk, and it's like, the boss didn't give me my PTO time, even though he said he would. And they're like, come back when you've been sexually assaulted. <laughs> that is what it sounds like they're saying. Come right? back to us a major scoop. We solve crimes. We're HR. <laughs> We're human research. We research into the altercations at work. Um, come back to us when there's a major issue. Is yeah. a really funny. You know, hey, if there's a discrimination happening in here, please come to us. Also, I mean, I it, it mean, HR, like having somebody to come in to be like. Well, they said they were flexible, but I'm being flexible and they're not living up to it. Like, shouldn't somebody else get involved? Like, we need to have a third party. Involved
3: a union. Here
0: to figure out what flexible is. Yeah. Yeah. We need a union to come in also and just explain Set. the word flexible. Yeah. To human resources. This makes them sound like such fucking babies, man. It's, uh, I mean, it's just a continuation. I mean, Gen Z will do the same thing. I mean, I, it, I think
1: it's just projection is they know human resources. know they're not actually doing any of the work at work. Yeah. And they know that anytime somebody comes to them and says, hey, I was sexually harassed at work. They throw the same fit. They're like, who even knows if this happened? Because you, if you worked in a place with fucking HR, you know that they're always like that. Yeah. And I mean, oh, yeah. everybody is always trying to get out of their work. That's the thing. The problem is that every separate class of people in like a large scale corporate job thinks that they are the valorous one and that everybody else is just trying to get over. Yeah. And HR is no different. HR is like, I'm trying to do my job for the humans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, and they do, they sell themselves as that, like, we're here for you. We're instead of a union we're here to talk to you individually to help you i'm like a life coach for you that is and then they come and say like i'm having a problem they're like Get fuck, oh, shut get out of here that is Stop. exactly what they're there they do tell you that there's an open door policy and that with a union they wouldn't be able to address your problems yeah. as easily and that is what they that and then so you come to them and then they will address and investigate the problems. Now, the guy's writing a goddamn editorial in the New York Post where he's like, don't come to us with so petty bullshit. But it, and it, it's but it goes to show that the natural progression of thing is to have a grievance process at work like a union does.
3: Yet yeah. the
0: natural thing is to have a way to file a complaint against this bastard that won't leave me alone about this thing. Exactly until everybody acts normal or acts decent to each other, yeah exactly. yeah yeah, I agree, so uh, this next thing is an ask a manager I got from Hollis Whalen or a- so, yeah or like claim me, say that I'm a part-time employee and say that these are my hours, otherwise don't call me flexible yeah, exactly if if, if it's flexible, it's flexible for everybody right is the point Hollis underscore Whalen w h e l a n sent me this ask a manager uh-huh uh. I think this is my favorite. Ask a manager. Me and Brett have been reading the advice column, Ask a Manager, where you oh, can yeah. ask a manager, where managers write in to ask managers how to manage. Oh okay? shit! Okay, okay. So would act. any kind of employee problem, we never read the manager's answer. We only just read the problem. <laughs> uh, so here it comes, Brett. This is gonna. This one I think is one of my favorite ones. My employee is refusing to abide by company policies due to religious conviction, and I'm not sure how to handle this. Okay. I am the owner of a very small company, around 15 people total. We are a niche online retailer. Mm -hmm. We do the vast majority of our sales through a popular online marketplace. Okay, follow Jason Capital email system. But also have a company (laughs) web store where customers can purchase our products. Because we are so small, we cannot accommodate order cancellations and we rarely offer refunds. All of our products are warranted, and we use high quality shipping carriers to minimize losses. Refunds are granted in very limited circumstances. We only cancel orders in cases where our security system detects fraud or if a duplicate order was placed in error. Again, This is a decision that has been made for the good of the company as we operate on very, very slim margins. Our uh, customer service, tyrant. yeah, this is bad. <laughs> it already starts out. Every gram of box that gets shipped out of this place has been billed and accounted for, and we made the slimmest of margins on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, our customer service policy is posted on our website, but does not explicitly mention that we do not accept cancellations or offer refunds. Our internal policy is that when a cancellation is requested, we tell the customer their order has already shipped and therefore cannot be canceled. In situations where a customer has not received their order, we will reship it or they can forfeit their order. Customer's choice. Weird. My employee has worked here for over a year and will not answer order cancellation emails. She says this is because she cannot tell lies due to her religious beliefs.
2: Oh,
0: (laughs) wow. First of all, this employee is a massive genius to me. Yeah. Because you're really putting this person in a real shit position to have to be like. Fuck. But, but we're well, not lying. Like, but we're lying. If you look at it, we're lying. The policy is that we're lying, lying. But I'm paying you to lie, dumbass. This job, you were hired to lie. You were hired to lie. Yeah. Basically, we guarantee that everything was perfect. That way, no one ever gets a refund. Yeah. We will never take any evidence. Otherwise, it was perfect every time. If it didn't arrive, we'll send you another one. You're not getting your money back. We would never <laughs> give you your money back. From now on. We already spent it yeah you could do this with your religious beliefs too this like is, this is great this a great is a way. move yeah this is a power move by this employee I agree. just destroying this boss i i absolutely love it and this is my lawyer's card too. um my lawyer told me to present this when i told you that i couldn't lie for part of my religion <laughs> she feels that if the customer has requested a cancellation and the order has not shipped that we should not be telling them that it has I have created a canned response in our email tool, so she does not need to type the message herself. Oh God! But she says because (laughs) her name appears in the signature, she will not send the email. You got to appeal to the religious leaders at that point. I mean, only the pope can get you out of a divorce. I think. (laughs) I don't know what kind of. Technically, God. Technically, she's not lying. I'm. She's just using my (laughs) lies. And her benevolent hands. This person talking to God. This boss yeah. telling God, <laughs> dear God, uh, she didn't mean it. <laughs> she's it not was, actually lying. God, can you still let her go to she, heaven? She's hard. She's part of a disgusting system that I that I'm uh, the <laughs> leader of. <laughs> I'm going to hell I know I'm going to hell but don't send her to hell <laughs> she will not use a different person's signature as this too would be a lie ah, yes! <laughs> God showed her the way to make this motherfucker to, hey, ma- to make this boss miserable to get him yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds like the worst person ever and this is a saint. this is a saint we have on our hand that's, <laughs> yeah. that is making this person's job hard because they're scared as fuck of like a lawsuit now. Her proposed solution is to tell customers in this situation that we do not accept cancellations and to tell them why our company cannot handle the losses. The problem with that is obviously the optics are terrible. If a screenshot of such a message were to make it onto social media, (laughs)
1: wow anybody anybody who uses the phrase the optics are terrible is always in the wrong yeah (laughs) yeah always i've only ever heard that uh
0: obviously it looks bad it's that's what it means when you say the optics when everybody sees what we're doing it's gonna look bad yes (laughs) yes (laughs) i love that yeah (laughs) Like, if people know what we're doing, yeah, it's lying. It's straight up fucking lying. It is. Her commitment to exclusive truth-telling extends beyond <laughs> these scenarios. Oh, my God. That, that is such best. an
1: abusive way to describe <laughs> yeah. your employee who is not going to help you fuck your customers over. A decent person.
0: You hired yeah. a decent I'm stuck with a decent person as an employee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this person is really annoying, too. Like, yeah. I, I, would, I would bet money that this person is annoying oh, but this person is a soldier oh yeah for my cause which is to make this person this other person's life miserable yeah <laughs> uh um uh, she will often send me leave me drafts of her emails for me to edit before sending to the customer as she knows that she cannot say what she wants to say i am the primary backup person for customer service emails and need to deal with the tickets that are Left over after her shift the number of emails that she leaves takes up at least 30 minutes of my day every day and i am already working 12 plus hours daily running the company and have young kids at home too oh do you tell them you do a lot li- you're a liar yeah, for a I living do 30 minutes of extra lying today <laughs> the lying factory <laughs> they're working us to the bone like some people say it's against their moral compass but not me you know i need the hours <laughs> the, I I mean, I was stuck at work on my lying shift or I just lie and lie and lie.
1: I was getting some falsehood based overtime.
0: Yeah. I am picking up boxes, looking at the tracking code saying, sir, your package has left the building. We cannot <laughs> refund it. <laughs> we were right to the postman. <laughs> but it makes it worse if she's looking at the box while she says it. I right. mean, she could <laughs> just like, not see the box. And look. I mean, like, you could almost understand lying and saying you already sent it if it's in a back room with the label printed and it's already there that is kind of a lie but not like the worst kind of lie it sounds like they 10 minutes after they're like oh damn he was just heading out we we gave it to him we handed it to hermes with his winged (laughs) shoes and he's already out the door
1: the way that the manager is talking about it is unintentionally exposing the truth. First of all, the fact that they brought up, they said, we have very slim margins. If your business had slim margins, you would not be running it. You were running this business to make a profit and you have an employee you hired because you have excess profit and they will help you generate more surplus capital for you to take home. Yeah. The other thing is that the fact that it is such an issue that customers are canceling their orders and customers are refunding stuff. Whatever they're doing is fucked. They're making false promises to customers. Yeah. They, are, you, they are selling some kind of scam product. They are uh, you know, taking something that's a commodity and, and selling it at some massive upcharge and then yeah. people are finding it for cheap other, uh, somewhere else. There's something super fishy going on. Yeah. Just like from the jump. There's no, there's no slim margin. There's no, you know, fear of losses. This is all a company is making money hand over fist and they're making extra money by fucking their customers over. And the way that the manager is leading up and talking about it, if they were not trying to conceal something, they would not say, well, the business has slim margins. Uh, You know, I'm paying this person. This is taking time away from my kids. They would not have to put in these details to generate this like sympathy toward them. They would not be building a, a character case. Yeah, yeah. They would not have this like self-attested, you know, uh, model of character if it weren't them trying to cover up something.
0: Something I find interesting about this, the most interesting part of this to me is somebody running a a business at slim margins now we also run a business at slim margins but our business is sitting around doing drugs and getting paid to talk you know what i mean so that's worth that's a business worth running at slim margins because you're having fun for a living that's your fucking job that's really great if you're just selling stuff at an e-commerce store on fucking Amazon and, and you're running at slim margins, just go get a real job. Just shut it down. <laughs> and, and, shut yeah, it, spend it down. Thirty minutes of every of a day bullying people into keeping the product that they don't want. Yeah, <laughs> you convince them or lied to them. You're taking advantage of people and you're bullying them out of their money. Yeah, and, and this kind of works in a similar. It works in a different manner. It's a real clusterfuck. But when I worked at the, I did uh, cancellations at the insurance place i worked at and there were some people that would just try to steamroll you and that they just wanted to complain 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 and like they just thought they could be a big asshole. but then there was people that had like legitimate complaints and it killed me to hear how fucked over they were by the company you know like some people were just obnoxious but that job was so soul-crushing and like people were not good at the job because the only ones that were good were like complete depraved liars like Sire, stole yeah. fucking liars what what, what was and the boss okay with, what was the boss's like perspective on that like how did they, they neutralize stupid. the they didn't know deal. how to use the product correctly okay the customer he they, they're they one of those uh, the customers are idiots i've worked for a lot of places that the customer one thing you need to know about this place the customers are fucking idiots yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude which
0: is true it is true but like we lied we bamboozled we stole like If I look at this from the outside, if I'm not making money off of this interaction, I would call it a scam. But now that I'm making $75 (laughs) per sale, it makes sense. (laughs) It's funny that that's so funny because, like, I've told this story on the on the show before. But when I got the job at the cable company and I was in orientation, the woman that was running the orientation was like, "When you go." sometimes you're gonna go to disconnect somebody's cable and their kid is gonna be looking at you and they're gonna say why are you turning off my cartoons which by the way never happened because i (laughs) because while we didn't do we we didn't in-house do disconnects right like we farm those out. And the only disconnects we did were people that were moving. So I never did like a non pay sort of people that were like actually working for the company didn't do like non pays, but I think that they were trying to harden you in orientation to, to like take like heavy handed steps. And she said, if that happens, then you can tell the kid well your mom and dad didn't pay the bill and maybe they should have paid the bill and you'd still be able to watch your cartoons <laughs> <laughs> and i always remember that as like That's the pain. meanest anybody's yeah. ever been <laughs> like it's just so
1: job. you just so you know you may have to ruin a kid's a little innocent kid's day yep
0: <laughs> You you tell them what? their parents are poor. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? It does remind me one time my dad was screaming and yelling at this sales guy that came over, and he apologized to us. He looked at us and was like, "I'm sorry your dad is like <laughs> <Wow. laughs> he tried to he tried to disrespect him by like shouting us to us, like, I hope you have a good life, kids." this oh, guy's an asshole that's fucking badass that <laughs> yeah. salesperson would be a great guy to talk to now I know, i'd love to see. yeah you inspired me my friend man, Fucking <laughs> door-to-door sales guys are fucking they're just the ballsiest people man you know the the thing i've said about um i got way early on and and looking for jobs and shit i got hired on not hired on i got to do like a where I would go with one of the salespeople to see what the job is like and they were doing that scam where you switch people's gas service to another gas service or whatever. Or the
1: energy slammers,
0: yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. Nobody even knows what it we can, is. We can, <laughs> we can lock you in at six and a quarter cents per kilowatt hour today. <laughs> right now. Right now. Who knows about energy futures? They're wild. One it Give never me your credit card info. One, it never felt like a ripoff to me on either side of it. But, like, that just means it's a rip-off. It's it's definitely a rip-off. I just don't exactly know who's getting ripped off in that situation, you know? Yeah. And, like, this guy had a script that he would open with every time where he would go up and say, like, how would you like to save money on your electric bill? Now, 90% of the fucking time, they're like, I'm not interested. And every time they said, I'm not interested, this guy would say, well, I guess you don't like saving money. And then we would just (laughs) fucking walk away. And it was the day, that was the day where I said, I can never do sales. I will never be able to do sales in my entire life. Cause it seems like this kind of person that this manager, this business owner that we're reading about, that is the type of person that can do sales. Like, it's such a hard sort of job to do if you are, I don't know, if you don't want to feel like you're ripping people off, it it feels like when you're doing sales, you're almost a carny and you're trying to trick people. Yeah. No, the people are the problems. You just need to solve them. Like, it doesn't matter whether they get what they want. It matters that, like, you solve the problem of getting the money out of their pocket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you you can talk to him long enough. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be times you would talk to people for an hour. You would argue with them and they'd be like, all right, goddammit, I'll do it. Yeah. And it's like only oh, because really? you fought with them. Some people want you to tussle forever with them. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. And, but a, lo- a lot of people are strong-armed into it as well. And lie- You know, the lying is also Me. the best way to make sales is to lie. But then also just to force yourself all over somebody works as well. And, and to have an appetite to do it all day is for like crazy people. Right, you We're have abusive to, fucking people.
1: You have to internalize the story you're telling. Yes. You yeah. have to believe it in order to be convincing.
0: So you have to convince yourself. Yeah. When, when I go to the cell phone store to like upgrade my cell phone, the amount of stuff I let them put on credit and bill me for later is just ridiculous because they, they strong arm you into a phone case. Oh, you want a phone case? Here's a $75. When well, you have to pay for it today? It's yeah. just going to spread it out among your bills That's here. A nice one. And, uh, you know, you want a Sonos speaker? Hey, have you thought about an Apple TV? And, like, they will <laughs> just, like, keep piling stuff on. And, and, you know, the first cell phone I ever bought, the first smartphone I ever bought, I walked into it. Brett made fun of me for this for a long time, but I don't think he's laughing now. I walked into the phone store and I said, give me the most expensive phone you have. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the best phone was and I hadn't done any research. So I just said, give me the most expensive one. It was a yeah. piece of shit, too. The phone was, yeah, was a piece a bad of shit. One,
1: yeah. Yeah. Was the salesman salivating? Was he Like drooling <laughs> as he was writing you up?
0: He had to be so happy. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, been- it is nice. I mean, the easy ones are fun. And some people do. The thing about it is like some people there's a disconnect too, because some people can use like your product and get something out of it. Like as much as I sold people up the river, there was also folks that were like, oh, yeah, I love your business. Thanks for doing business with me. They'd send you Christmas cards and stuff. But then other people like you dragged them into your system. And we're like, "Come on, we're going to make you money. You just pay me to help you make money." And it's like, "You fucking idiot, you're not making money. It's like, your fault. It's not because I promised you the world. It's not because I lied about what what I wait we had to offer." It it makes me wonder what it must have been like to work for like Columbia House. When, like when you, the people that answered the phones for Columbia house and, and like, I, I can tell the younger people that listen, what Columbia house was is they would send you a fucking, uh, uh, advertisement booklet that had every CD that's popular at the time. And they, it would have a penny taped to it and they will say, we will give you 10 or 11 CDs for a penny. And then you would mail the penny back and the CDs that you wanted written down or circled on the thing. But the scam was they sent you a CD in the mail every month. Yes. That you didn't ask for. That they charged you way over retail for. And if you didn't send it back. Yes. Then they charged you for it over and over. You also agreed to buy six really overpriced CDs. To get out of the contract. Yes. Yes. So that absolutely. Was the thing. Yeah. Because you could skip. My dad would skip every single month, and then he would just forget, and you would just get something out, of, You would get like fucking Enrique Iglesias for twenty
1: seven ninety five. Yep. Out <laughs> yeah. Of
0: nowhere. I and, think
1: our. I think ours was a warrant CD.
0: Warrant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my it, dad. That was like fifteen minutes of solid cussing.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> we found. He found it under some junk mail
0: yeah it's so funny it's so funny to think about like because i had a friend who had heard that if the person that ordered it is under 18 you could write disaffirm on the bill and then they couldn't charge you for it so they did that i don't know if it worked no they weren't no (laughs) you can't write disaffirm on a bill and just send it back no but yeah i wonder what it was like to work in that call center The cancellations, yeah, Uh yeah. The cancellation is it's awful. I mean, people are like, and then you're, but you're incentivized. It's like the more people you convince not to give up, it should you get bonuses out of it. Like they they completely uh, incentivize the whole thing. It shouldn't be a full time job. I think to work in cancellations. I think that like anybody that gets a job in cancellations should get hazard pay and also should only have to do it two days a week. So, and then get paid full-time wages for that because that is a soul-sucking, horrible job. Yeah, it's really hard. You think it should be like carts at the
1: grocery, like you should just have a half hour a day where you have to get in and do it and then you go back to the meat counter or whatever. Dude,
0: being on the phone, have you ever worked in a call center? No. When you get an angry customer on the phone in a call center, it's really the worst, one of the worst feelings that you could ever possibly have because you can't hang up on them you can't curse at them. You can't even fucking really tell them how shit is. You also can't solve their problem and do anything to help them. <laughs> yeah, there's no winning. It's like so you were just in cage with the angry lion. Yes. <laughs>
1: so you were just a hostage, and you can't yeah. just ignore them.
0: Yeah, say something sufficient enough to get them to hang up, or make convince them that. It would always take so much convincing to get them off the phone. Like, no, goddamn, I don't want to hang up because every time I hang up, I never hear from you. Yep. That's what I'm trying to do right now, sir. That's the goal. I'm trying to get away from you for another week, sir. (laughs) And it's like, you think that, like, you think because you've had success talking to a manager in the past that you're going to be able to call and ask for a manager and get it. But when you're on the side of the phone in the office at the call center and you go to the manager, the manager is not usually willing to take the call and they're just like, no, go tell them this. No, go tell them this. Go tell them this. Yeah. I also hate it too, that like as the cancellation person, you can get beat to death and then you go to the manager and you're like, Hey, I just sat on the 45 minutes. They called me this. They called me these, this and all that. And they're like, yeah, just give it to them. You know, it's like they don't want to, they don't have to, they don't want to do it. Yeah. But they have the ability to just give them what they want. Your job is to not give them what they want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To put in a 30 minute round of fighting. Of not giving them what they want to see if they can last. I mean, shit, my job was not even, mine was, I was doing tech support. I mean, it's 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 the same as like the, all trial stuff. Just hoping that you don't call back. It's like, if I can get this person off the fucking phone, the chances are that give up is very high. People give up. That's, people eventually give <laughs> me. up. Everyone gives up. Most of these scam businesses are based upon the idea that people just will give up and be like, I don't. I'm not going to call and cancel. I'll just pay a hundred dollars a month. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I'll just absolutely. work around it. Yes, yes. That. I mean, that's how I am. I. I was listening to something today or a couple of days ago about a guy who signed up for this thing called Truebill. Have you ever heard of? Have you heard this? You yeah. know this. It calculates up. It. It goes out and I guess searches how many subscriptions you're paying for. (laughs) Right. And let you know how much you're spending on subscriptions. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And he, uh, signed up for it and found out that he was paying a lot of subscriptions that he fucking had no idea he was paying for like New York magazine, 1399 a month. And like, just like going through it and being like, God damn, man, I'm getting, I'm getting like just swiped to death, you know? They're like, yeah, you can watch it. They're like, we can watch this movie on Amazon Prime. It's easy. Just uh, sign up for Stars for nine days. And tell us in five days. And and then you
2: forget.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? I won't won't do that unless my policy, my family policy is like, we can do that. But you have to wait until I get my computer and I set my reminder with my sound. Uh Uh-huh, okay. And then it'll ping me and then I will go turn it off. It's cancel time. But I...
0: I've gotten stung by that. Oh yeah. I do a date and, in my phone. I I put it in the calendar the next time they're going to charge yeah. me. And then I see it and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to cancel that." And that's what I mean, that is what most of these but like the the we're talking about businesses that we actually love and that we live for. We're talking about fighting against Hulu for 8.99, but that we spend a uh, 30 hours of our fucking life on there like yeah. <laughs> every single month. Oh, that is know? the
1: that is the most I've ever gotten out of any fucking subscription. Sure.
0: But I don't know. But it's just like uh, those things we care about. These people will just run in with like bullshit and they're just fighting you. They just they can bully you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's listen to this Kid Rock song. How's that? Oh, no. Kid Rock featuring Monster Truck. New song. Monster Truck is a great name. No, it's not. But uh, (laughs) you're like Monster Truck. It's not a good name for a band. I think it'd be. I thought it was one guy's name. No, oh, and it, no, I like right. the Twisted Brown Trucker Band as a better name. And they were from? cooler. That was Kid Rock's old band uh, that was kind of cool. Now it's just down to Monster Truck. Oh, it's just Monster Truck now. He's. Okay.
2: This is a video.
0: It's, it's people watching TV. Here we go.
3: All right. All
0: that bullshit. Okay. Sounds like the old rock. I Ain't like this. Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to leave. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Is <laughs> that Kid Rock? That's Monster Truck, right? That was there. Monster Truck. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live.
2: Oh, no. You know, Brian,
1: I, I heard you do that like five times before we started today, and then it. It really did not prepare me for how it actually exactly <laughs> sounds like that. That's funny is, every time.
0: Is 100% what it sounds like. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to it. <laughs> it sounds like a skit for like a Ford F 150 commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It that, They could use this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh,
3: huh. I'm a straight, slipping in the darkness, far from
0: okay so this is like basic meme. kid rock facebook, facebook meme i'm the sharpest tool in the shed oh yeah that's, that's such an old going. guys thing to say it is it is to, to say that you are that right is old guy shit yeah for sure
3: without a cause you heard me screaming and 20 years later bitch i still fucking mean it backlash you
0: snowflakes here's a new slash. <laughs> there we go we got to it it's similar it is it what does sound the, like what was the punchline there you snowflakes here's a backlash here oh, we go here, a here a we go flash. no but so it does sound like him though this is yeah i remember what kid rock sounded like 20 years ago this is prime good kid rock yeah right this, here. Is this is dialed in yeah his time Yeah, play that again. Play the news flash I'm sorry. For millennials in the crowd that didn't get the news. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, man. I want that drop all the time. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. the backlash! How do I get that dropped so that I can hit it every time I read a news story? This is like central to our belief system that ain't yeah. nobody gonna tell me how to live. Yeah, that's my life for sure. I can't believe I know it. the feeling. He listened to this and was so happy yeah. with it too. Oh shit, dog. Monster truck, you destroyed. <laughs> Here's a newsflash. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. <laughs> This thought- is like all these like all these millennials and Zoomers become like oh they're wide awake all of a sudden They're like we can be like monster truck. <laughs> we can live how we're like nobody can tell us how to live finally. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? <laughs> every kid got a fucking trophy, dude. He was there. He, I'm not gonna take that a participation trophy. <laughs> I'm with the tough guys here. We all thought it was a joke, see, that every kid <laughs> got a motherfucking trophy, Brett. Yeah. Rhymesmith. But all homie, here's a situation.
3: A nation of pussies is our next generation.
0: Oh shit. That's he's saying it there. Yeah, no, I don't let's say that anymore. Yeah. What is his what did his Parents think of him exactly the same, I, maybe the same exact thing. Probably, yeah.
3: Yeah. Minions, and Every has a millennial
0: Why do millennials went? I mean, I just don't have not even heard. He doesn't exactly know. It is so
1: absurd for a fifty-year-old to be <laughs> rapping, and he's like, "Now listen up, let me tell you something that's dirty." Is a guy that's over thirty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like All When are you
0: people are the- 20 year old younger than me, you'll see. <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're gone. Every opinion has a millennial offended. But this amendment one, it brings true. And if you don't, the bitch, the number two. Ain't nothing new. Right, church, wrong, pew. Get a clue, accrue your fake news and views. Kid what is
0: fake news? What are millennials doing? Fake news. What are we mad about? That's pissing him off. What's what's the problem? I he doesn't explain that. Well, I would love to know that too. I don't just, know what you did. We're just existing. I yeah. feel like I feel like he's just
1: trying to spam a search engine for people yeah, yeah. Does, for people uh,
0: looking for terms. Yes.
3: Yeah. The bottom of my motherfucking shoe. I'm the last of a few still screaming fuck you.
0: He went extra on that one. He, he took it up a register. Exhausted <laughs> up. Hey, no way to tell him how to live. <laughs> yeah, play it again for me, please. This guy's <laughs> playing the bass guitar too. It's a bass? He's just fucking wrecking it on a bass. Yeah, well, it's easy to do. Um <laughs> Here it comes. Here it <laughs> comes. But what does but the song is him Kid Rock telling everybody else how to live. Yes. Yes. Stop being offended about everything. Yeah. Really. You,
3: I'm the last of a few. Still screaming, fuck you. Ain't nobody gonna tell me <laughs>
0: It's funny every it's time. So good. It's funny. Play it as loud. Play it at like 110. <laughs> I want to hear it super loud. <laughs> Like it's a great ringtone. It's a lifestyle. God, if that went off on your phone, it would be so funny to hear. (laughs) Yeah. Hello? Ain't
2: nobody. Ain't nobody gonna tell me I daddy.
0: Copying off of uh, of uh, Leonard Skinner again. Yeah, fly like an eagle, soar like an eagle. I don't know. I think he's saying eagle. Free bird shit. Just they could have just said free bird. Yeah, we love the song free bird. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, goddamn
0: it! I'm, I'm, ready not- to have, I'm ready to use some uh, tough soap. I feel like I'm just getting advertised a new like uh, deodorant. A Duke Cannon. Yeah, the Duke Cannon commercial. Do you hate some guy bending over wiping his ass with a dude wipe? Ain't nobody gonna tell me how to live. I want to smell fresh, but I don't
1: want to be girly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's... Uh- It's just a bunch of tattoos. The video is like a bunch of old, sweaty, tattooed guys, like arm wrestling and stuff. It's like everything that Kid Rock thinks is manly. So here we go. Just guys smoking cigarettes and wearing bibs.
3: Because I'm more outrageous than the Vegas Strip You're like Mayberry, bitch I'm hard and crisp High risk, Billy but I'm filthy rich You're like really Vanilli Kinda silly as shit I'm-
0: He said you're like Millie Vanilli In yeah. 2021 but 20- He has his audience Yeah, Milli Vanilli's good though I mean, what they did wasn't wrong Not in my opinion It's what a lot of popular artists do Yeah Like shotgun, Billy smoking.
3: I'm not ready You know, this, I said
0: it, it. This sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit. It does. <laughs> it does. That's why we're owning it. It's the I'm 50 thing. Yeah. Remember that? I'm 50. <laughs> Ain't <laughs> just, nobody gonna tell me how to live. <laughs> it's so good. uh Well, he's back with the vengeance. It does sound like it's like every facebook right-wing facebook group that i see yeah like it's all all hits every single one of their things and like the references are just from a hundred fucking years ago yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: in my day we rode penny farthings yeah not e-scooters <laughs>
0: <laughs> if what? you put down the phone
3: start playing jacks That's where it's at. <laughs>
0: well that is the show enjoy your thanksgiving you got to get motivated coming on uh friday and uh you know i don't know what we're doing next but i'm probably gonna figure something out i have some ideas i do have this idea i was gonna bounce off of you what's that mt like old like we should watch mtv shows that are like now times and review those oh wow yeah old guys watching mtv interesting yeah i haven't seen that yet yeah nobody's doing around still yeah there's mtv there's definitely mtv MTV. they got a catfish show fun ridiculousness which is way past my time so yeah that's a billion years old nick cannon's wild out. so that's the show thanks for listening um Find Drew, uh, online. Uh, where should people garbage brain
1: university, yes. garbagebrainuniversity.com got our own show. We've done some stuff with the street by guys before. Always awesome to be on. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for doing it with us. Uh, we will be back on Sunday night for the call-in show. Peace.